cool, 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 cool. Great. All right, guys' night. It's guys' night, guys. Boys club. Boys' night. We. Boys club. There's a Wayne song about that. Which one? What Wayne song? It's called. It's called Boys Club. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know my Wien pretty good, but. Uh... Well, we miss Meg, but she's fine. She's on a road trip. I know Megan's on a fancy road trip with her stupid, beautiful family. Fuck her. Gross. Yeah, gross. Gross indeed. Don't sound so jealous, though. I mean, um... <laughs> How dare she have a nice life with people she loves? Unacceptable. Ouch. This is coming hot, guys. <laughs> she's, she's not gonna like that if we, hear, if we say that. Who cares? She's not here to talk back. Who cares? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that's a problem for future people to deal with. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my anger out on nutmeg. Yeah, well, thank God. So I say mean, we all. Which so, is basically so Meg, but with nuts. I'll I'll do my best to to switch up his voice. It's been a little while since we've played. Um, I don't even sure, know if yeah. I did a voice for nutmeg. Yeah. So. In this game, welcome back, everyone. By the way, to Martial Matters. Whoop. We're playing the Ruby Phoenix Tournament module, and um, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, you guys have some really fun, interesting characters. <laughs> After meeting each other in the city of Goka in Tianjia um, and teaming up to form a team of four for the Ruby Phoenix tournament and you all took a ship to Jilan Island uh, where the decennial Ruby Phoenix tournament is held you have spent the first day of the tournament uh, doing very well you nailed your first official bout against the monkey boys totally decimated them and then were asked to compete in an know. exhibition match I feel like again. I feel like one of them decimated me but yeah that well, kind of that kind of gave us our name right you don't call yourselves the grappled caster for nothing that's what I'm saying I'm all about it you also did quite well in your first exhibition match on day one against this ab undead abomination uh, who was very intimidating and did a lot of damage to the surrounding area, but not so much to you guys. Um, Wasn't that the, the acid spray guy? He released a cloud kill spell, which was pretty... Decimative, decimating. <laughs> We've never used that word correctly, but keep doing it. I like it. <laughs> Decimatory. Sure. Decimatory. That's even better. <laughs> Nailed it. And um, yeah, uh, you guys kicked that thing's ass. You got nothing in return but glory, which I'm sure you're all proud of. Ain't gonna buy me a new ship. And at the end of the night, you were all. In invited to a massive feast 
where all the contestants were partying and drinking and dancing in the Grand Pavilion. You met a few of the contestants and got to know a couple of them and got to know uh, some other people. You ran into a few contestants uh, that you suspect you might be facing in the future. A beautiful Tianmin woman named Oramatsu Yasi, who was very reserved and respectful. You met a horrid, corpulent bloat mage with a pet pig. Oh, yeah, that guy. That was very gross and intimidating. I remember him. You also met a very seductive Vudrani woman named Ganyavesha uh, that Blue Scale got along with very well and was dancing with and partying with. And our resident mad monk, Ichabod Slain, who noticed the group of contestants that you had met under false circumstances. Uh, they were uh, kind of scoping you out, pretending to be fishermen at the beginning of this uh, adventure. Uh, maybe noticed that they were all drinking from their own cups. Or maybe you didn't. I don't remember if you noticed that or not. I think you might have failed your checks. I sure did. Um, but I noticed that they were being shifty. And that's why I followed them. And you followed them out along with another person that was not of their group, a hobgoblin named Yong Guai. You followed them out of the party and back to the place they were staying. Uh, invisible, flying, followed them home. And then you charmed Yong Guai, the hobgoblin. Uh, yeah, charm monster into admitting this group assured him that he was going to win the tournament and had also poisoned all of the wine at the feast. Then I proceeded to try to show him the beautiful lights of the city. And I, and I feel like that's un, underrepresented yes. is, is that like I really wanted to show him how pretty the island looked at like 800 feet. <laughs> Yes, so you you proceeded to fly poor young young guy into the sky. Poor, I don't know. It seems like he's got uh, a lot Presumably going to die. And you dropped him. John's writing poetry uh, over here. <laughs> you dropped him from about 80 feet up in the sky, I think, maybe more. 800 would be the You dropped him from number. the sky, crashing... It, crashing into the roof of his Airbnb. Yep. Hope uh, they got the insurance. And then we... Mm-hmm. Is he alive? Is he dead? Who's to say? That's me. I'm to say. I'll say at some point. Um, but... He, he took 72 damage and, as, as, as according to the... Uh, as the roll tracker over here. So hopefully he's somewhat okay. Maybe not full That's track. Surat's new nickname, Roll Tracker. Oh, because I think we realized that the fall damage maxes out at a certain point. Yeah, which is sad. So the math that we were doing was 80d6, and then yeah. it looks like we were like, no, wait, it's supposed to be 20d6. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Wesley. Thank you for 
Not letting me kill that hobgoblin in a blaze of splat. <laughs> I did and nothing. Uh, I would say that's up to the DM to decide. There's a certain threshold of falling that is just, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 800 feet well. seems like a pretty large chunk, but, um, you know, he landed in a building. Maybe that was okay. Uh, I'm sure I'll figure out that math later. <laughs> I think I, fi I think we figured it out in the moment, uh, but that was a while ago. I think you're good. We'll, we'll, we'll come around and get 72 damage sounds pretty fucking solid. And where we left off, I think, is we flashed back to the feast uh, about 9, 10 o'clock at night. We'll say it's 10, 15. And... We had a round of fortitude saves from everyone that had drank the poisoned wine. Um, and it appears that Rakurai Nutmeg... Alright, it appears that Nutmeg and Ichabod Slain had failed their fortitude saves and Rakurai had passed. And so now, why don't we pick up right back at the feast where almost everyone in this feast start feeling very queasy, keeling over and throwing up. It's like, it's a vomfest. Vomfest? Um, blue scale... You're dancing with this beautiful Fudrani woman, Ganya Fesha, and she's like, oh, get, oh, just give me a moment. Just give me a... She throws up all over your chest in the middle of dancing. Hot. Oh, not how I saw this night going. She wipes the vomit off of his chest. It's not... This is not quite like me. Wait, that's not her voice. God damn it. She had a... Oh, please, is not... Closer. Oh, you know what? She can't talk. She's full of honor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Oh. <laughs> she like, tries to say something, and then she turns and starts throwing up all over the table. And, Blue Scale, you look around. The group of dwarven women are all, like, keeled over, throwing up. And you hear just moans of pain... Uh, the bloat mage is like, he's petting his pig and throwing up over the side of the table at the same time. The pig is also throwing up. Oh, come come on, folks. We didn't have that much. She's looking across, everybody vomiting. Ganya Vesh is like, I don't feel so good. Uh, uh, I think I should go to my tent. She like stumbles away. She like falls over and catches herself on the table for a second and then stumbles out of the pavilion. Nutmeg is vomiting as well. Rakurai, you see him and you feel fine. Rakurai has scent. Um, he, he, he quaffs the, the goblet of wine and he doesn't really have any legitimate mechanical means to detect poison. And I know the old saying that, you know, alcohol is poison anyway, uh, so it masks that, but can he 
get any sense of something weird? Um, you can smell something weird in the wine now that you're looking for it. Yeah, he looks at it foul and says, Everyone, this wine has been poisoned. And he tosses it across the table. Uh, Marthasan, the righteous, uh, the paladin that was the winner of the last competition, uh, he's taken you in and kind of been rooting for you guys. He's like, something's wrong with the wine? Um, are you sure? Uh, it tasted fine to... <laughs> he starts throwing up. Oh, yes. yes, King. <laughs> you dropped this. It's a, it's a puke bucket. And he's like, oh, God, what is, oh, what is this? It hurts so bad. I feel like Rockerai's family was here, but they were acting as servants, I think. Yes. So maybe they weren't drinking. Correct. And, and this is really on them for handing me poison wine. Um, yeah, so you should probably wow. kill them, right? Wow, dog. <laughs> Let's uh, let's make a whole separate book against this one. Oof. Blue Scale's gonna throw up a prestidigitation to kind of clean the vomit out of his clothes and off his chest and stuff. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, folks, this is this is Crew One Hundred and One. You inspect the grog before you hand it out. Who's who's responsible for this? Yes, who is responsible? At that moment, you see Kang Zhen, the Oni. Uh, who is the kind of second hand, the kind of underling to the emissary? Oh, yeah, that guy. At a discount? Second hand? Wait. Uh, <laughs> Do we know he's come- <laughs> King Zhen, the Oni, comes down from the, the steps above okay. where the emissary usually stands. Discount. <laughs> and uh, is like, what is going on here? What is wrong with everyone? She's looking around. The wine has been poisoned. Your caterer sucks. Everyone, go to your tents. The feast is over. Tend to your sickness. We will get to the bottom of this. And she just turns and walks back up the steps into the shadows, up to the podium kind of area where her and the emissary usually stand. Marthazan... It's like, uh, this is all, oh, this is awful. I'm, I, I, I think I'm going to go lay down in, in my domicile. Um, you're, he looks at, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Ryoku. God damn it. What's your stupid name? Rakurai. He looks at Rakurai and Blue Scale and it's like, you're, you're welcome to, stay at my place again tonight or take one of the tents here that the emissary has provided uh, but I, I'm gonna go lay down uh, uh, see I'm not even back there yet man it wouldn't be too long if you're flying you fly pretty fairly fast not when I'm thrown up yeah so you probably just left at this point or not too long ago so they probably have a minute before you would get back to them Sounds about right. Ichabod Slane absolutely strikes me as the kind of guy who would just fly backwards while projectile vomiting. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, like flying backwards, so it's just spewing out behind him. He would, but he would he would stop to not get it on his robes. Like he would he would just be like, oh god, this is gonna happen. Oh, oh, oh god. Okay, okay. Time to fly. Fly. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Rakurai's family is inquisitive. They're like, um, is everything okay? What, what, what's going on? Um, should we, should we leave? Uh, <laughs> yes, brother Nutmeg has been poisoned. And he picks up Nutmeg because he's only three feet tall. He's in like, all of his splendor armor and whatnot, weapons galore. But he picks him up easily and hands him off to one of his sons and he says take care of him yes uh, of course carry him horizontal (laughs) (laughs) go to Martha's and the righteous stay there yes uh, uh, we we will do so Um, find us in the morning yes good night and they will head off uh, with Martha's and to stay with him now um are, what are you guys are you going back to stay there as well or are you gonna take part in the provided tents around the pavilion how far back is that to Martha's 10-15 minutes uh, uh, looks like the party's over I believe he told me that it was a 45 minute walk to where we were staying and that is a that's a solid hike and that's fine all right, so it's a 45-minute walk. Okay, well then let's scratch that. Take Brother Nutmeg to a tent. Set up watch. We'll keep an eye on him. And they do that. Uh, they'll take Brother Nutmeg and get some tents. Uh, there's supposed to be breakfast and tea in the morning provided for all of the campers around the pavilion. Everyone else is leaving the pavilion as well. Martha Zan's gone. Oromatsu Yasi has stumbled off without saying a word quietly into the shadows. The dwarven women have loudly stumbled off, vomiting all over everything in their path, breaking things and yelling and laughing. Ganyavesha ran off as soon as she threw up all over Blue Scale. She was, seemed very embarrassed. And, uh, yeah, the, pl- the pavilion is essentially empty now as perhaps Ichabod Slane returns. Oh, yeah, he comes, he comes flying in through the, through the roof. <laughs> my lords, my ladies, uh, did you know that they... Oh, I'm gone! Oh. <laughs> gone! <laughs> Actually, yes, we were very aware that that was happening. Oh, yeah. Gestures to the vomit everywhere. <laughs> can I, can I borrow a napkin? He grabs one of the vomit-soaked ones and like brushes off his beard. They poisoned us. They poisoned us. Why would they do that? They knew that we were their competition. There's nothing that they could do. Ah. Oh. I mean, I think you just answered your own question. Oh, oh, I... Blue scale. (laughs) Rakurai steps forward and says, They who? Who did this? 
it was the um I would have known this. John, give me a give me a little context here. I don't think you had like a name for their group yet. Um I think the uh, lady at the end of our table, I think we asked her about them. Because we had encountered them on the boat. That was the lady that like the what were those yeah. pretending to be a fisherman on the boat? Right. Yeah, so you didn't have like their group name. Um, but you had learned that they were possibly involved in the Golden League, uh, which is a hardcore gambling crime syndicate. Well, they think they're tough, huh? Uh, excuse me. Um, I believe it was the Golden League. <laughs> and we know who that is in general. I think it was Martha Zan that told you that they were in big gamblers and possibly involved with the Golden League, who is a well-known gambling crime syndicate in the area of Tansha. Well, sounds like they're trying to rig the fights. Can't say I blame them. It's a smart move. Sounds like a bad bet to me. <sighs> do you not feel as bad as I do, Blue Scale? <laughs> I mean, I have been drugged before, but... <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt as bad as you do, just generally. <sighs> I guess it's just one of us. <laughs> Rocker eye gestures to Blue Scale. You mean, you've never felt as bad as he looks, right? Did... Uh, did, did that... Did you, did you just make a joke? <laughs> Good one, Rocker <Rock-a-Rye>. eye. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you. Perhaps this poison has affected me some. Oh, they keep coming. <laughs> You're not so bad. It's not fair. Your fur is so pretty. So then... Well, what should we do with this information? Is it our position to exact justice? I... I may have, uh... Exploited our position a little bit, and um, I may have, uh, I may have done something that Murder. I probably shouldn't have done, and dropped one of them through the roof of their own cottage. <laughs> uh, it wasn't my fault. I just wanted to show up the lights. Rocker Eye raises his eyebrows and looks to Blue Scale and back to Ichabod and says, "I think we all might be." Enjoying each other's company a little bit more tomorrow. But very well. Have a good night. And he kind of does a, a little bit of a bow and a salute. Um, he likes that Ichabod killed the guy. Yeah, Ichabod, you might you might want to keep that just between the three of us. Mm. Yeah. I would have liked to keep it just between me and my vomit, but somehow I don't think that's possible. <laughs> Rocker is walking away. He says, breakfast tomorrow, and, and heads off alone to meet up with his family and Nutmeg. Rockerai finds tent with the family and Nutmeg. Uh, what about Ichabod and Blue Scale? Uh, Blue Scale's had about enough of this, and 
uh, I'm gonna head back to Martha's hands. I'm not gonna listen to this shit all night. It's like people are vomiting off in the distance. Yeah. Right on. Ichabod? Um, I'm probably going to fly somewhere that's like, um, up high. Uh, maybe on the top of this whatever. Somewhere where no one's gonna find me and lay on a roof somewhere and, uh, die quietly. Like I've done multiple times <laughs> in a hangover and try to heal myself as much as I can. Like a roof of something? Yeah, yeah. On the roof of something and lay down and uh, cast spells on myself enough to uh, survive-ish, right? And then, um, you know, that's what he would do. He would fly up somewhere high and try to stop throwing up as much as he can. Alright. Uh, yeah, there is, like, a big water tower in this small town, uh, kind of shanty town around the pavilion, uh, that seems to be the highest point that you can find. Perfect. If you want to sleep up there. Yeah. He will sleep up there. Until the sun comes up. Because it's only, like, like, one, right? Is it okay for him to fly to that tower and then sleep there for eight hours? Totally. I feel like that's what he would do. You get up. I fucking love this, uh, this module is great. Because we're about to go into battle against something, like, fucking crazy that we've never fought, hopefully, between Wesley, (laughs) Ryan, and I. And I think that's awesome. So, Ichabod, as, Ichabod, as you fly up to this a water tower and take purchase to rest. You notice off far in the distance, in the hills, deep into the center of the island, just faint green glowing eminence from these tree-covered hills. Almost like an explosion for a second, but it's like a bright green light that emanates out and bursts out from a certain point and then dissipates after a few seconds. Is there uh, a knowledge I can roll? Um, no. <laughs> okay. I just piques my interest over in the hills. It's just like a, a faint green glow, like bursts out far in the distance and then dies down in almost an instant. You're not sure what it could be. He's so fucking hungover at this point that, like, he probably, like, realizes that and then lays on the tower and, uh, probably doesn't know much about it. And once everyone heads to bed, I feel like I want everyone to make eight fortitude saves. Except for Rakurai. Eight. And Blue Scale. Everyone except for Blue Scale. <laughs> please make me eight fortitude saves. Oh, including Rakurai, you're saying? No. Yes. I think if Rakurai passes his next one, he's good. Yeah, it's two consecutive saves to get rid of it. Rakurai has passed one. Okay, Rakurai go first. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll use another... Uh, point of resolve in order to roll this twice and take the better of the two. Okay. 
there's a 23 and a natural 20 for a 31. All right, Rocco or I can cease making fortitude saves. Hell yeah. Uh, let's go to blue scale. Let's not. <laughs> he doesn't. He Got doesn't him. have to. All right, blue scale dies in his sleep. Or blue scale isn't poisoned. Still. No. Okay. I'll catch that in post. Uh, let's <laughs> no, go. No, you let your failure stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you let him sit. There. What I meant to say was rub your or rub your nose in it and show them what you've done. <laughs> uh, let's go to nutmeg. Okay, fortitude save number one is a twenty-one. Okay. Two. Go on. Is a fifteen. All right. Uh, keep going. Three is a twenty-nine. Okay. Four Keep going. is a 15. Okay. Five going. is an 18. Jesus Christ. Okay. What is this thing you're talking about? Six is another 18. I mean, okay, stop there. Okay, good. That's what I meant. Nutmeg is going to take four dexterity damage and four <laughs> strength damage. And uh, let's go to Ichabod Slain. Roll me eight fortitude saves, please. I'll type um, them in the chat as you read them off. Okay. You want them. Uh, these are plus eights all the time. Okay, that's a 20. Two uh, 20s? Plus a 19. All right. Uh, Ichabod's good. Wow. Already? Ichabod Slain, like, looks over at the uh, exploding green things, and he just... He's so enamored by the the fact that maybe he has, like, kind of a little bit of a tribe going on, and he really hasn't ever, besides his wife, who, like, has a jailer ring on him, like, he's wearing a jailer ring. She knows exactly where he is at all points in time. And she's just really using him to probably uh, further some type of uh, extracurricular activity. But he's just dying on the top of that spire. And just really thinks about how much he loves you guys. That's Aww. what he does. Aww. And yeah, it's actually kind of beautiful, this, like, green emanating light just, like, pulsating every f- couple minutes from this forested hillside. And it's it's strange and unexplainable, but beautiful. And why, why don't we come to the morning when you all wake up? Uh, Ichabod, the sun hits your face on top of this water tower bright and early at May 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you'll probably be the w- first to wake up uh, being exposed to the light. Uh, what do you do? S- a slight tickle runs across his face as he realizes that there's a uh, morning June spider. He peels it off and sets it back down on the uh roof of the water tower and sits up and brushes off the dry vomit from his um, coat. Nothing he hasn't done before, of 
course, uh, just trying to make sure that uh, he looks semi-presentable, remembers where uh, people should be and um, flies down to where... uh, Who are we supposed to be staying with? Martha Zen. Martha Zen. Is that far from the tower that I'm at? You know, as far as the sorcerer flies, no. <laughs> as far as the sorcerer flies. Okay, well then he will do that by expending uh, one spell of fly. Okay. Uh, question mark, is that is that cool? Uh, yeah, for sure. You can get okay. there in a minute. Cool. <laughs> or however long it lasts, that's fine. Knocks on the door. And your Martha Zan will answer the door, and he's got a bowl of something he's mixing. He's like, oh, um, Mr. Slane, uh, welcome. Uh, a breakfast should be ready in just a moment if you'd like to come in. And he'll leave the door open and walk back towards the kitchen area. I guess I will enter. I'll look behind me, see if anybody's noticing where I'm at. Do I see anything? Uh, You see some people coming out of their houses and stuff, and people starting to mill about, but it's fairly quiet at this hour around this little shanty town. And then it will shut the door behind me and go inside. You come inside, and you see Rockerai's family all kind of up and drinking tea and sitting around uh, the table. Well, Martha's Ann uh, seems to be making pancakes. What about Blue Scale? When you wake up, what do you do? Uh, wake up, uh, clean myself up a little bit, and make myself look uh, shabby chic in a you know handsome pirate sort of way. Mm. Uh, have my morning sip of Captain's Reserve and head on downstairs for some non-tainted breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> The family is sitting out there waiting patiently for breakfast. They're already awake. They have, they seem like they're on top of their shit. And uh, Martha Zan is make, mixing up pancakes and putting them over a little stovetop fire that he's got. And he looks a little pale and sweaty. And he's chipper, but he, he looks like he's holding in some bad physical feelings. And uh, you see Ichabod uh, come in probably at the same moment as you come out. Uh, Martha Zan, you, uh, you holding it all together there, bud? I, yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm feeling better than I was last night. Uh, there's still something terribly wrong, I, I suspect. Okay, well, you feel better. I take my pancakes with syrup, not bile. See it in the dining room. Oh, my God. I, I'll do my best. <laughs> oh, man. You can do better than your best. I believe in you. Oh, man. <laughs> Gross. And um, at that moment, why don't we cut back to the tents outside the Grand Pavilion? Uh, Rakurai... And Nutmeg, I'm going to assume, have tents next to each other. And have some of your family members tending to them as well. 
Yes, they both have family tending to them. There are tournament officials coming around to all the tents with big trays of a very nice, like, rice dish with um, a sticky mango kind of sauce on top of it and a, a warm kettles of tea. And they're passing out breakfast and tea uh, to all the tents around. And you wake up and you hear people vomiting like around you in the distance and like moaning and groaning. Are they also passing out potions of lesser le- restoration? I mean, come on. They are not. Okay. Uh, what do Rakurai and Nutmeg do when they wake up? They accept all the offerings of food but don't yet eat it. Instead, they are taking time to get dressed nicely. Uh, of course, at the end of the night, Rakurai removed all of his badass armor, and so now in the morning, all that armor is being reapplied by his sons. And Nutmeg's family has been tending to him. What's up, Sarah? Must be nice. Man, that's awesome. That's the life of a badass warrior, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, th- that's Rakurai's style. He, he has his, his sons tending to him. And uh, he just stands there, and they just apply the armor, you know? They tie his belt, all that. Apply it to me. Place it on my body. And nut- <laughs> Nutmeg's wife and his, his two sons, they're attending to him. Uh, or did he have a daughter? I don't, I don't remember. Anyways, his children. And also, they have a child. Not the two of them, but um, one of Rakurai's children and one of Nutmeg's children. They have a child together. Little little half-cat folk, half-halfling. He's what? adorable. Anyhow. He's a quarterling. <laughs> so, um... Can we, can we get that story written up? so we can give it to the fans. Yeah. I, I feel like the fans really want to hear that story right there. Ship it. <laughs> L- episode one, I talked about a little bundle in the arms of one of the halflings, and it was a cute little baby with cat ears and cat tail, but otherwise mm-hmm. a little halfling baby. Uh, you listen back. I, I, I just, no, I just want to hear... I, I want to hear more about Cat Bundle. <laughs> Cat Bundle is my name. <laughs> he's a baby. He doesn't even talk yet. So Nutmeg wakes up. He's not feeling too well. But he prays to Kurgis. And he begins his studies. And he is getting his spells ready. Uh, during which he will cast Detect Poison on the food. Yeah. And uh, just make sure that it's good this time. And it is. Alright, and then everybody gets down. Everybody has their meal, and we're all ready to go by an hour or so. Alright, and um, Blue Scale, at a certain point, after breakfast is served to everyone, Martha Zan it will be like, I'm, I'm heading to the Grand Pavilion to scope out some of the matches today. Uh, would you like to join me and possibly meet up with your teammates? Oh, yeah, I'd probably head that way. What, uh, what's on the agenda today? Oh, well, there's a whole schedule of matches all day long. I think there's an archery contest today, which I'm rather interested in watching over. Um, 
I looked at the schedule. It looks like you are scheduled for early mid-afternoon. You might have a few hours to kill, if you like, uh, before your scheduled match. And uh, just between you and me, I think the emissary is a little bit smitten with your group. Uh, He might ask you for another exhibition match today. I can see it in his eyes. That makes sense. I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> blue scale. Keep it fucking in your pants, bro. Love it. He'll ask you to join him back to the pavilion um, in efforts to bring the party back together. As, is it just me and him walking back to the pavilion together? I thought I came in the front door as they were making pancakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ichabod Slane's there with us. So, Ichabod and Blue Scale, he'll be uh, leading you back toward the pavilion if you'll join him. Ichabod? Uh, I would, Ichabod would love to go. Uh, just let me put a couple more pancakes in my... He's ready to go. <laughs> oh, um... Are you okay? <laughs> of course. It's a bit of a walk back to the Grand Pavilion, uh, like we said, 30, 45 minutes. So as we're walking, and it's just the three of us, uh, Blue yeah. Scale. Uh, Martha Zan, uh, let me just say, and, and you didn't hear this from me, I'm not, uh, you know, not one to snitch, but uh, a little drunken birdie told me that uh, they might know... Who tampered with the wine? <laughs> Drunken buddy, uh, it's, it's not because I fly. <laughs> Somebody tampered with the wine? Unless you just can't hold your wine that well, I, I thought you might have realized that, yes. Uh, well, I left kind of early last night, but yes, I have been feeling quite ill today, this morning and last night. Uh, it was a terrible night. Yeah, it seems You're... you and everybody else at the feast. Oh, my word. Uh, we, um... s- some may have suspicion to believe that those uh, Golden League schmucks might have something to do with it and should probably be disqualified from the tournament immediately. Oh, dear. Do you have evidence of this to back this up? Just my good name and word. <laughs> Right. Well, as much as I would trust you to the ends of the earth, he coughs. <clears throat> Perhaps I can bring this up to the emissary. Um, I, I'm not sure what he could do if he is willing to do anything uh, without hard evidence, but that's very interesting. I wouldn't put it past them. They've seemed very peculiar throughout the whole first day. I... I don't quite trust them either. Oh my, uh, look at what happened to that hut over there. (laughs) There's like a big hole, (laughs) big hobgoblin-shaped hole in the top of that hut. Blue Scale gives a sharp elbow to Ichabod, like a quick look, like, shut the fuck up. Go! (laughs) Oh, that's odd. But I'm supposed to be having lunch with the emissary. Perhaps I could mention it to him. I'm inclined to believe you, but without evidence, I can't promise any action. Look, I, I, I'm not here to investigate, but uh, just remember, we talked to the emissary. Who told you this information? 
blue scale. No, 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 no. Never. Okay, let's let's go back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Look, I have a certain reputation to uphold. White scale. An anonymous tip has come in. Anonymous tip. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Um, noted. Noted. Well, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I'll try and find some information, even. I'll snoop around a bit. Why don't you all just get prepared for today's matches? Like I said, I suspect the emissary will ask you to join an exhibition match this afternoon before your official competition bout. Sure. And, you know, maybe just let him know to... Investigate that quickly. We'd hate to see any kind of, I don't know, some sort of extrajudicial consequences happen. Could you imagine? Oh, all right, let's go. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> you guys get to the Grand Pavilion. I'll say you meet up with Nutmeg and Rockerai, and you look at the schedule, and you do have a suggested exhibition match at an area known as the Wall of Seven Winds. It looks like a cliffside between New Harbor and the Grand Pavilion where you are at now. So you have a couple hours. I There is an archery contest going on all day. What do you want to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we watch the matches until we have to leave, right? Mm-hmm. We sit there and watch until yeah, we uh, have to go, and then we go. Yeah, get our, okay. our general yeah. notes about the teams. Are there any any teams that seem right. to be particularly skilled archers? Yeah, exactly. Do um, we gain anything? Yeah, you're surprised to find one of the dwarven women in the dwarven team that you found uh, is a particularly skilled archer and totally is nailing their archery contest. A lot of people are just kind of so-so. One of the Golden League members comes in and gets a fucking straight bullseye on every shot. Do they look upset by, uh, you know, just they don't look hungover, I guess I should say. They don't. They The Golden League team looks completely fine. I mean, you see a lot of people that are contestants are sick and running to vomit every once in a while and pale and sweaty. Do we notice that Hobgoblin? You do not see him. If we're sitting there in the stands, I imagine uh, Ichabod, like, nuzzling up to uh, Blue Scale. <laughs> Those are the ones who poison the wine, Blue Scale. Do not see my friend... I don't know if you know this, but I dropped him through their roof last night. Uh, I hope it made a nice bang. I don't know if you know this, but we told you to shut the hell up about that. <laughs> no one can hear me. Uh, I don't... You, you may not be aware of this, but your voice is what some may describe as piercing. <laughs> That's probably not true. He, he tries to, like, jump on you, but he's very small. Okay, I think that's about enough of that. As he just kind of, like, one hand holds you back. Oh, oh blue scale. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I'll strain myself. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Nutmeg has prepared four lesser restorations for himself today, so let me just get those out of the way here. Uh, here's for strength. Um, that's a two, and then another one for strength. Alright, so he heals three of his six strength damage. And then for dex, uh, there's a four. Nice. And another one for dex is another four. Wow. Cool. So, no more dex damage and still three strength damage. Little man. Oh, oh you are so pretty. But I could use some of that too. Mm. Oh yeah, how hurt are you? Uh, hurt enough, I would take a couple of decks for sure. Nope, maybe tomorrow. Oh, shit, I guess that's the way it goes. Um, it, there's no um, tournament healer or anything like that? Nope. No, sir. If I healed one per sleep, then I healed one. Right? Or do you heal one per dex and per strength? You one per eight, eight hours. Eight hours of stre- Eight hours of sleep gets you one per each. Okay, cool. So I'm only down one strength. Uh, so after you guys meet up and you watch a couple matches and you see everyone being sick and you see some people doing the archery contest and you still have the option to join into that later. Uh, it seems to be going all day. Honestly, I just want to fight some shit. Well, you have all day. You can do it later if you want to. But after a while, you realize you have to show up to that exhibition match. Or It's optional, but it sounds like you guys wanted to do it. Yes. I think we should. Yeah, to have the exhibition. So it is on a cliffside about 30, 40 minutes from here. And you make your way out there. It's a beautiful day out. The sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's a a wonderful, cool breeze on the air. And the mountains and the forests and the cliff sides of the island are surrounding you. And it's completely beautiful. And eventually you make it out to the point that you were instructed to go to. The Wall of Seven Winds. You go through this lightly wooded area, and there's a dirt path through it, and it opens up to a clearing next to a cliffside with beautiful rocky coastline running on either side of you, and you see a a small group of people. Uh, There's maybe like 20 people standing along the outskirts of this clearing, and a few people in the center of it. You notice Marthazan. That bastard as well as as well as fucking or what the fuck was her stupid name (laughs) (laughs) or a bros yahtzee (laughs) um no or yasi yeah i believe was her name yeah that's the one or yasi is surrounded by three stoic, shirtless, monk-like figures. And they're all holding Shenguo, which are like these hook swords. They're like a long, flat sword with a curved hook at the end of them, as well as a sort of curved hook-shaped blade surrounding the 
hilt. Uh, kind of like Cabal from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, exactly the weapons of Cabal from Mortal Kombat, actually. <laughs> Just Google hook sword, you'll find it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you you come to this cliffside, and there's uh, you don't see them on the map here, but there's about 10, 20 people uh, surrounding this area as spectators. And Martha Zan comes up and is like, Oh, I'm so glad you decided to join in this exhibition match. This should be so exciting. Orimatsuyasi is a fierce competitor, and I've admired her immensely. as Just as much as you all, I cannot wait to see you fight against each other. This should be thoroughly entertaining. Please, 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 come, come meet each other. What? Sure, I I will do that too. But can I roll a small uh, uh, sense motive on this guy? I mean, just a small one. <laughs> I mean, this guy like he seems like he's on our side, but he really is always there when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, roll sense motive. Okay. Um, I think almost every time we've talked to him, we've rolled sense motive on this guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure. Um, no, that's not going to work. The 29 a, from Nutmeg. A, it's a 10 oh, for sorry. me. Right. I, think, I think he's great. Nutmeg thinks this guy's on the level. With a 29 from Nutmeg, Nutmeg trusts this guy. He seems like a fucking sweetheart. Does Nutmeg say anything? Because, you know, Ichabod Slain is more like, Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, let's come meet these. <laughs> Ichabod probably thinks he's trying to kill you. Oh, yeah. 100%. All the time. It's the, I think this happened the last time. For fun, uh, we'll say that Nutmeg doesn't say anything because Ichabod's always kind of acting a little odd. Uh, no offense, yeah. but Nutmeg doesn't think that Ichabod's acting any extra weird. So That's he, fair. He just lets it go. But maybe, maybe, maybe you see, like, Ichabod, like, his hand is like doing like a little spell like and he's standing next to this guy what is it it doesn't matter what it is <laughs> mind your business john <laughs> kind of does well also like unless you're casting a like silent spell or something like that you're like waving your hands and big gestures and talking <laughs> gibberish what are you doing i uh, i mean i'm hoping that somebody stops me is what I'm hoping. Somebody stop me. All right, Nutmeg will roll Spellcraft. To, uh, gets a 19 to determine what spell are you casting. I don't think it's anything close. I want to know, too. Let me roll. I rolled a one. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. All right, just tell me, sir. Uh, John, don't listen. This is a fireball. <laughs> All right, so Martha Zan comes up and he's like, I'm so glad you decided to take part in this exhibition. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite events, I must say. I think, can, can we hear what the man has to say? I, 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 <laughs> please, just, please. Oaks, excuse me, was I, was I muttering something? Oh, let me put this away. <laughs> and in fact, I think it's scheduled to start right now. I think you have met... Miss Yasi, uh, already, and oh, it looks like she's uh, ready to begin. And you look over, 
and Oromatsuyasi bows down graciously with a serene, calm look on her face. And then the three people surrounding her with hook swords also bow down graciously with calm looks on their faces. And they walk to the edge of the cliffside. They turn around. Orometsu looks at you once more, smiles, and then turns and takes a step off of the cliff and just walks right off the cliff, falling down the side, disappearing from your view. Okay. The three people with hook swords follow her and just nonchalantly step right off the cliff and just fall right down. Okay, well, I guess we win, so... We done here? (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna be fun. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, stupid, silly me. Um, Here, here, please take these. Um, I'm sorry. I'm um, I'm still recovering from last night myself. Um, And he hands you each a pair of slippers. And, um... We'll just go ahead and say, uh, he'll, he'll just, he'll say, these are slippers of spider climb. They should allow you to traverse the cliffside, which is where this bout will be taking place. There are several sorcerers down boat side on the bottom of the cliff on the water who are ready to cast Featherfall on anyone who falls. However, unfortunately, if you should fall from the cliffside and not be able to catch yourself in time, you will be disqualified. That is uh, basically the only rule to this exhibition match. Uh, You will fight on the side of the cliff to the death or to surrender, and anyone who falls down uh, will be disqualified. Now, um, please put these on, and don't forget to return them after the battle, please. They are very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So, just to be clear, only rule is essentially there are no rules. If you fall, you lose. Yes. If you fall from the cliff, and you do not catch yourself in time, you are disqualified. Um, singularly, not as a team. Um... And that is about it. Uh, if you plummet down, God's willing, uh, one of our sorcerers will be able to cast Featherfall on you to stop your imminent demise. Oh, so thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, do you mind if I have an aside with my team and you... Mm, fuck off for, for five seconds now? Yeah, do we do we get time to prepare for this one? What's the what what's what's the setup here? I uh, I'm afraid the match is starting right now. Sure, if you wouldn't mind. Um, uh, we're already late, so he'll give you the slippers and he'll be like, please put these on, and kindly walk off the side of this cliff, and begin the match as soon as you can. I guess if you while you guys are putting the slippers on, uh, Ichabod Slane will come over and go. What's the plan here, boys? Uh, do you want to fly, or do you want to... I mean, I can fly. Do you want to walk in these slippers? <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it seems like casting fly on ourselves would be the smart move, because if they fall us, if they, they manage to knock us down, well, we can just fly on our own and catch ourselves. Yes, we're putting the slippers on. I can the, always the do that, on. but, uh, you never know. Yes, while we're putting the slippers on, Rakurai nods and, and uh, Nutmeg says, yes, flying is the way to go. Um, okay. You got? I got enough. Uh, I can hit uh, three more people. One. Uh, I can cast fly on myself if you want to save a spell slot. Nutmeg can cast nope, fly that's... on himself as well. If you, you can get all of us with one spell. It's one per person. I can get you and me, and if Nutmeg does his, and then you don't have to do yours, then I only have to cast two of them. Perfect. Great. Nutmeg casts so, fly on himself as we walk over to the edge. All right. So just reach out and I touch your shoe because the big scary cat still scares Ichabod Slain. You're not a very warm cat. You're a very kind of cold cat. <laughs> so just to be clear, uh, <laughs> Nutmeg's casting fly on himself and then Ichabod's taking care of the other three of us. No, I thought you said you could cast fly on yourself. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll cast fly on myself. It says nothing about fly in the description of this combat, and... That seems like an oversight. I didn't think about it either, and it kind of just fucks it all over. (laughs) Well... Or it makes it a lot less interesting. Well, we check the rules. I'm going to step over the side of the cliff, because they told me to do that, and I'm still wearing my boots. Uh, wait, which way are we going? Going to the right? We going to the yeah, left? I think I think we're pretending. Um, oh. I think we're pretending like we can't fly, but we can. So yeah, we'll we'll walk. As we are walking, I am also going to cast an extended haste on uh, all four of us. All oh, right. Nice. So that'll last um, for twenty rounds. Okay. We got haste. We got fly. And let's roll initiative. Oh no! Are we really doing this? Hey, good luck, boys. Let's do this shit. Ooh, that's not too bad. That's a nine, 19 for Blue Scale. It's a 24 for Rakurai. 25 and for Ichabod Slain. And a 12 for Nutmeg. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to make it look like we can't fly. At first. You know, we, we got to put on a good show, I guess. That's fair. Exactly. We didn't tell them that we couldn't fly. It's like in Rick and Morty. Remember um, when they like take the step over and Morty forgets to turn on his boots and he falls and breaks his legs. And Rick's like, oh, yeah. you gotta turn on the boots, Morty. You gotta turn on the boots. Student becomes the master. Yeah, season one. The student becomes the master. <laughs> 22, 26... I think that was the first episode, actually. Very first episode. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So we step over the cliff, but all of us had turned on our boots. We're not idiots. All right. So, you all step over the cliffs and walk down. And we're just going to start at the top of the round here with a nice cliffside vertical combat. As you look down, 
The wind whips across this curved sheer cliff that surrounds the cove down below, rolling deep water below into a white-capped froth. Uh, You see several dozen boats bobbing on the rough water, their decks covered with eager spectators focused on the clifftop. Yes. Yes. Um, It's about 60 or 70 feet down. Okay. The wind is blowing. You see Oromatsu and her three monks with hook swords, hair blowing in the wind as they wait patiently for you to cross the threshold. And one of them acts first. And you know what? He is going to charge. He's going to charge Nutmeg. going to attack with his hook sword, or shenguo, as it were. It's another word for hook sword, apparently. <laughs> attack the smallest guy. It's really really brave of you. I Go mean, for it. I'm um, going to have to say that little <laughs> cliff that he jumped up, there's no way he can charge that. If it's vertical, just going to have to say. Difficult terrain in front of him. Well, you're going to have to say wrongly. Alright, that's an 18 to hit. Actually, it's going to be a 20 with charging. That'll hit my flat-footed. Alright. Oh, what? I'm I'm, I'm in a battle all of a sudden? I'm totally unprepared for this. Oh. (laughs) He charges straight up along this cliffside and just swings down into the shoulder of poor little nutmeg. Um, And deals... Seven damage as he rips through a break in his armor. Taking him down on that one. Man. Hold on just a second uh, here. Um, Nutmeg does have combat reflexes. Well, I didn't declare that he had a weapon in hand, but... Oh, well. I mean, we were walking into a fight. I mean, yeah, he yeah. would have had a weapon. His main weapon is, is a reach weapon. All right, well, you did not say you equipped it. Sure. I'm going to say roll a luck roll. Okay. I like it. If you want it equipped or not. <laughs> All right, here's a D100. And that is a 78. All right, you got it. Yeah, it is. All right, let me let me uh, get in a quick attack here as he crosses my reach weapon. As he charges, 17 to hit. Even if that was the roll, like, the damage roll is a negative one. A 17 is not going to hit. All right, my strength is still reduced, and I rolled a natural one on the on the damage die, and then uh, I've got that uh, yeah strength damage. And plus, I'm plus I'm weak to begin with. All right, so that's gonna miss. Did you s- stitch his arm back together with your bliss <laughs> arm? Yeah. What was the damage on on that? Yeah, attack of opportunity is gonna miss. Uh, he charged you, hits. 7 damage to Nutmeg, and it is Ichabod Slain's turn next. Oh, Ichabod Slain. Oh, I love this man. He is going to look over at Blue Scale and say, Do you mind if a romp when no one can see you? <laughs> Blue Scale? I have no idea what you just asked. <laughs> yeah, nobody does, but that's why it's fun, I think. If uh, if I five step over five foot step over and reach out with a uh, a white glowing hand and touch you, are you gonna move? 
I, I'm, I'm gonna trust you on this one. <laughs> I may live to regret it. You, as a beautiful blue-scaled man, start to fade from sight. You can't even see your own sight. And I cast in- Invisibility Greater on you for the next 11 rounds. Nice. That's fucked up. Yeah. Five foot step. It's great for the audience. That's a move action and a standard. That's your turn, yeah? Yeah. Five foot step. Oh, you got a move action left. Um, my move action is to stand there. All right. As Blue Scale disappears. And he cuddles his butt for a second. You stand there, cuddling Blue Scale's butt as he disappears. Your long black hair flowing in the wind on this cliffside, standing vertically or horizontally on this vertical surface. And there's a very strong wind blowing. It doesn't really affect you guys because you're technically flying. But... Up next is Rakurai. Alright. Rakurai is wielding his Naginata polearm with reach, and he looks to Nutmeg, kind of a little bit disappointed that Nutmeg took that shot and, and also that he missed his AOO. Um, so Rakurai says, uh, Be better. And and uh, is going to charge this group of monks down below here. So it's going to be 40 feet of movement, presumably provoking from the monk who attacked Nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. He will take an attack. What you got? Uh, that's a natural 20! Well, I roll to confirm. What's your AC? Well, what's your attack? What's your confirmation? Uh, six, uh, 19 to confirm. Uh, no, that does not confirm. All right, but it is a hit. So let's roll that Dimaggio. That's a seven damage. Okay, tis but a scratch. So I've charged down there. Let's hit this guy with a... Naginata strike. That's gonna be a 35 to hit. That's a natural 19 for 35. Buck and 20. Yes. 20 slashing damage. Holy snizap! What? That's ridiculous. Got the power attack on. I'm all buff. All right. Ouchie. Yep, that hits for 20. Damage. Alright, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> did, did I fuck up by not making you invisible, Rakurai? No, it's, it's cool. I want to put on a show. What What's the point of fighting invisible if... Uh... Plus, I think that Blue Scale, you get sneak attack damage, right? Nope. No? Okay, my bad. But that's right. I mean, I, I still get the bonus to like you know unseen attacker and all that fun stuff, and I uh, I can multi attack with uh, bite plus sword plus shocking grasp plus claw, so all those bonuses stack up pretty quick when I'm doing four attacks around. I don't think Rakurai would want to be invisible. I have so many spells; it's not even funny. 
<laughs> you got grease? I do. Do I have grease? No, I don't think I do. I got snowball. Worky move. Worky move. Okay. After Rockerai is that same hook sword monk that you just attacked. And he is going to retaliate. He's going to five foot step up to do a fury of blows. Here we go. That's four attacks coming at you. We got number one. Uh, that's a 21. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, that's a 25. AC 31. All right. Wow, I don't even think he can hit you with these any... Unless he gets a natural 20. He, All right, that's a 27. He did before. I mean, that AOO. Oh, I did get one. I f- missed three misses, but one natural 20. Let me roll to confirm. That's a f- 19. Does not confirm. But it does hit for six damage. And uh, next is Oremetsu Yasi, who is just standing there calmly on the cliffside, standing horizontally from it, with her beautiful long hair flowing in the wind and her ivory armor shining in the sunlight. She's just standing there with her arms crossed with her hair flowing in the wind, staring at you blank-faced as you come up and attack her compatriot. And then in almost an instant, she springs forward, pulling out this nodachi, a kind of short sword, uh, with this like bluish white mist surrounding it and swings it at you in this almost the same instant as she unsheathes it and springs forward at you. And that is a 33 to hit. <laughs> um, that'll hit. Um, well, wait. W- where is she on the map? Did she move? Uh, she's right here. She's at the bottom of the map. But she moves, right? She does move up to you, yes. Okay. I've got combat reflexes, so if you don't mind, I like my AOO. So, spring attack. As a full round action, you can move up to your speed and make a single melee attack without provoking any attacks of opportunity. Uh, You can move before and after the attack. Uh, You must move at least 10 feet before the attack, and the total distance you move cannot be greater than your speed. So, she moves up to you, attack you, without provoking. Yeah. And with her blue and white Misty Nodachi. She does... Ooh. 12 damage. Oh, wait a minute. I think she might actually crit. Yeah, okay, so she crits on a 15 to 20. So hold on. Let me confirm that crit. She rolled a 15 which is the 32. Does the 32 confirm? I'm going to go ahead and spend a resolve point at ninth level. A samurai can spend his resolve to negate some of his most grievous wounds. After a critical hit is confirmed against him, the samurai can spend one use of his resolve as an immediate action to treat that critical hit as a normal hit. 
Yes. Ooh, cool. Yes, Very cool. bro. High awesome. level play, baby. Samurai. Oh. Fuck yeah. All right, so it does confirm, but it is treated as a normal hit, uh, which is still going to do 12 damage plus six cold damage. All right, I call that 18 damage. As she jumps up and just slices you quickly in your underbelly, you feel your guts, your outer guts, start to, like, freeze over a little bit and, like, a cold cauterization of your wound. And then she jumps back ten feet. And then it is this other hooky monk's turn. Uh, he is going to move up 10 feet, uh, provoking from sure, you. Sure, I'll take that one. Here's a Naginata attack for him. That is going to be a 23 to hit. Oh, that 21 hits. damage. Whoo, damn. damn. Hot damn. Cool. Big hit. And uh, as he comes up, you slice him with your big-ass fucking sword. And he gets off kilter a little bit, but he still gets a hit off on you. Alright, I didn't roll yet, did I? <laughs> 18 to hit. No. Alright, so you hit him and it throws him off guard a little and he misses his attack tripping up a little bit. And then Blue Scale is up next. Alright, invisibly Blue Scale is going to spend a Swifty to go into Dragon Mode. Mm. Which no one can see. But I grow my head like elongates, I get big ass fangs, and my claws extend out. Every time you do this, you're invisible. Yep, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> so no one's seen it yet. Be really cool if we could. It'll be really cool and surprise people. I didn't know he could do that, and then I eat someone's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep making you invisible every time you do it. Um, so I'm going to take a five foot step up. Um, I'm going to cast, I'm going to fight. Slash cast defensively with spell combat. Mm. Uh, I'm casting a level, so let me. I, I don't think I need to roll, but it's because I have a plus 18 to my concentration check, and the DC for a level one spell is a uh, 17. So even on a one, I would succeed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna cast Shocking Grasp. Uh, Let's go. At, so as a Magus, I get a free attack for that at my highest ability modifier, and he's holding a metal sword, am I right? Uh, yes. So that gives me another plus three on the attack to deliver this. Cool. So, this is going to be a plus twenty on this roll. That's a thirty-two. That'll do. Plus Okay, 20? so that is... <laughs> on, on the attack roll, yeah. AC, AC twenty. So. Yeah, so that's five D6 from the electric... Uh, so that's nineteen electric damage... And 15 slashing damage. All right. All right. Second attack. (laughs) Second attack. (laughs) So that's a 35 to hit. No, that's going to miss. Oh, my God. You also get a plus two from uh, being invisible, too. Are you counting that in there or? I'm counting the plus two, but I'm subtracting two for spell combat. So it's a wash. 
Oh, gotcha. Do your shit. Oh, he is. I am also invisible, so he's he loses his dex modifier to AC, which yeah, also yeah. means he would lose his dodge yeah. bonuses to AC. I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't okay. matter. Uh, there's 13 <laughs> more slashing damage. Uh, right. Second straight scimitar attack is coming now. That's uh, 28 for 14 damage. All right. Last scimitar okay. attack. Oh my god. Is an 18. Uh, yeah, hit. Okay. That's 13 more damage. <laughs> now a bite attack. Jesus. That's an 18 to hit. <laughs> All right. That'll do. 14 damage. And a claw. Oh my god. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Miss. Oh. My whole turn's ruined. Yeah, yeah, just shut it down. Let's quit. Did he, did he die? He, he didn't die, like, halfway through that? He's not dead. Did anyone keep track of how much damage that was? Listen to the horn, put it in the comments. I hope John did. Uh, that was 88 damage. (laughs) Nice! Hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that invisibility's okay. paying off. Alright. Uh, Nutmeg Wanderfoot is up next. <laughs> Alright. That's his name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> you just see this guy get almost obliterated in front of you. Yeah, he's just turned into a blender out of nowhere. <laughs> well, no one saw it. This guy's just like pieces are flying off of him. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Nutmeg realizes he didn't do much damage to this guy. So he five foot steps up the cliff, uh, back, so to speak. And he's going to cast a spell on himself. It's called Might of the Gods. And it gives him a plus eight strength. Nice. And that's my turn. Alright. Up next is nearly completely obliterated Hook Monk. Um, he can surrender. Has no idea what is tearing him to shreds, but he suspects it's this little fucking uh, halfling. <laughs> he takes a five foot step up the cliff uh, to get closer to this halfling, and he does a full attack. Ooh, that's a, a 30 to hit. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, uh, 29. Yes. All right. Uh, that's going to do uh, eight dam- or seven damage. Okay. Or, you know what? I guess he's going to do a fur- uh, Fury of Blows. So it makes the most sense. Uh, so that's the first one. Uh, he's got three more coming at you. It's Flurry, but... Mad Max Flurry Road. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. Thanks. So that is a 29 to hit again. Oh, that's another six damage. Third attack. Oh, that went flying. That's a 21 to hit. AC 21. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be seven damage. Last attack in a fury of blows. Seven. Uh, so he just comes up 
with his hook sword and is just like pop 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 unleashing hell on poor little nutmeg uh he thinks he's responsible for nearly killing him and um that's his turn ichabod slain's up next okay um this changed a lot as uh before Ichabod Slane's turn came back around. We have Poor Little Nutmeg, which I I refuse to say poor little, except I just did. But um, <laughs> Valiant <laughs> Little Nutmeg standing next to me has absolutely taken the brunt of this guy's this hook sword man unnamed assailant in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's taken a bunch of damage. He has also uh, become the ire of uh, Blue Scale's horns, apparently, which I can't really see, but I know that he's <laughs> there via his um, alcoholic uh, smell that uh, comes out. Um, I am going to fly directly straight out um, from where I'm standing. Which, from the cliff, would be uh, horizontal, but uh, from what we're looking at would be um, uh, I guess would would be vertical. Does that make sense? Yes, kind of. (laughs) It it, if we're standing on the side of a cliff, I'm going to come straight out horizontal towards uh, the viewer. Okay. You know what I mean? Come straight out sideways. Yeah, but maybe kind of in like an angle. So like 30 feet out. Um, if that guy wants to take a uh, attack of opportunity. Oh, he was standing right there. Yeah. yeah. As you moved out from that threatened space, Correct. it would provoke. Okay. Swing away. Let me do that. Uh, that's a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to do six damage. Oh, no. Six damage. Oh, mm. <laughs> Shut up. Trim my toenails while you're down there. Um, I think this is going to be just enough if I do it. Um, I am going to cast a spell. Gross. These two guys in front of um, Raku Rai, the two ice spears start to grow from beneath them. Oh, this again. As I cast ice spears beneath Mm. both of them. All right. Uh, Reflex save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull it up. I'm, uh, I got it. Um, uh, ice spears. Um, I need a DC 20 reflex. All right. There we go. Uh, left guy has a 19. Fail. Right guy, uh, 23. Okay. So they take half of this damage. Left guy, I'm not sure how you want to play this. Would an ice spear push them off the cliff? Yeah. So if you're if you're tripped, you 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 fall off the cliff. 
So yeah, the first guy would absolutely take a trip attempt, right? Yes. If, so yeah, you get an automatic trip attempt on anyone who fails the reflex save. So you do your, you get full damage in a trip attempt. Anyone who succeeds the reflex save takes half damage and does not get tripped. All right. Okay, so he takes uh, 2d6 piercing, which is 6 piercing. He takes 2d6 cold, which is another 6 cold. And then he takes a trip attempt. 32 CM. 32 is going to do it. He's going to take a little tumbly, maybe. Right, right, so... I'll... That's a good, uh, I mean, it's probably the only point where I can explain how this works, because you're all flying bastards. Don't you hate it when your <laughs> players cast fly on their characters? John. <laughs> John's constantly flying around in the game I GM. I know, yeah. I, I hear all about it. <laughs> He's just a little, little piece of shit. All right, the DC to catch yourself is 15... Plus one for every ten feet you are above the water. He is. He's up there. <laughs> How far up are we? He's eighty feet up. So, so it's fifteen plus eight. Uh, it's going to be twenty-three DC to catch himself from falling. Let's see how he does. Uh, let's have him roll. His reflexes plus nine. Oh, he's got this. Uh, 17, just a 26. Uh, so he does pass his reflex save. So you hit him with this ice spear, and he is knocked off of his footing and falls. We'll say, we'll call it, he falls 40 feet before he catches himself. We'll call it a D6 uh, for how many tens of feet it takes to catch yourself. Perfect. Uh, just to make that a thing. And uh, he catches himself. Uh, this other guy passed his reflex save. So he takes half of this. He takes half of nine, which I think is four. Regular damage. He takes okay. half of this, yep. which is uh, six. So he takes another three. So he takes seven damage, four of which is regular, three of which is cold. He does not get knocked off of the cliff. All right. And Rakurai is that The there? gentleman who fell 40 feet away from me. Could I AOO him? Yeah, I guess so. Feels like a. <laughs> As he's getting, to. like, lifted yeah. up on this ice spike, you're like, I'm going to take a swing at this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, batter up. Uh, yeah, 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 let's have it. Here's an Aginata. 16 to hit. That's going to miss. And it's your turn. Yeah. Well, I've only got one monk in front of me here, and then their leader is a distance away. Um, But you know what? It doesn't really matter, because I have lunge, so I'm going to... Well, and five-foot step, none of it really matters. All right, so... Uh, Rakurai is going to five foot step closer to their leader, pretty much ignoring this monk next to him. He just got fucked by an icicle. Yeah. Gross. So, Rakurai is going 
to issue a challenge to her. Mm. Once per day, a samurai can challenge a foe to combat. As a swift action, samurai chooses one target within sight to challenge. Samurai's melee attacks deal extra damage when made against the target of his challenge, um, etc. So, um, All right. I'm going to spend one of those and click on my my challenge buff and unleash a full round attack with the Naginata on her. So buckle up. Here we go. Four attacks coming. <laughs> First one is a 32 to hit. What? Ooh, that's 35 hit. damage. That's max damage. Holy shit balls. Biggity the bang. next one That's a lot of damage. <laughs> the next one probably misses. It's a 15. The third one also probably misses. It's a 16. However, uh, however, yep. the hasted is at full bonus. So that's 27 to hit. Yeah, yeah. Delivering it. 34 yeah, yeah. damage. Nailed it. Did you Fuck get yeah. haste? I I hasted everybody as we were walking to the uh, cliff edge. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That's 69 damage. 35 plus 34. Very nice. Solid, impressive hit. So, she is the target of my challenge. So, Rakurai delivers a massive blow to Omaretsu. Wounding the shit out of her, she slides back down on the cliffside, holding her side bleeding, and is like rubs from some blood from her mouth and chuckles. <laughs> Rakurai smiles. The monk right next to Rakurai takes a full attack on him. You had to see that coming. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, that's a, ooh, a 25. Does not hit. And then a full attack, uh, meaning, meaning a fury of blows, sorry. But next, okay, that's gonna be a 31. That'll do. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, four. Find your dice. Yeah, four four damage, and then a twenty four miss, and a twenty three. Okay, so Zen, he's gonna take a five foot step back, and then it is Orometsu Yasi's turn. Yo, you called her out, baby. Who is going to five foot step up and do a full attack? On Rakurai. She's bleeding. She looks at you, smiles, and then whoosh, scoots up faster than light. <laughs> and it's impressive. It's not possible. Fires this <laughs> this freezing cold Nodachi straight at you. Ooh, that's a, a 18 plus 13. Uh, I think it's gonna hit 18 plus 17 <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's 35. <laughs> 18 plus 17, 35. Uh, 35. Uh, that's gonna be 19 damage. And then... Oh, wait, 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 wait! Oh, crits on 15 to 20. Let me confirm that crit. Oh, it's a natty 8. Uh, for a... 25. Does not confirm. Okay. Uh, so 19 damage. And then second attack... Is a... Uh, 36. There you go. Uh, four. Oh, wait, let me confirm it. Because that was a netty 19. That's a netty 20 to confirm. Let's see. Uh-oh. I think I can... Can I do this ability twice? Um, not, I'm not can sure. You? Let me let me take a quick look here. Um, yes, I, I can use just another point of resolve. So I'll, I'll cancel out that crit by spending one, point, one, one more point of resolve. Alright, how many... Resolve? Do you have seven? Uh, six per day. So, so four okay. left. So regular hit. Lucky you. Oh wait, actually, I forgot to roll the d6 cold damage for that last hit. Let's just do that real quick. Uh, four cold damage. All right. Must be. And now ice. this next hit <laughs> is eight. Uh, plus nine. Seventeen damage. Plus two cold damage. Must be thrice. All right, what do you got? And uh, so, yeah, she five foot steps up, does a full attack on you, uh, getting some good hits on you as your wounds are, like, freezing over almost as soon as she's slicing them open. And then this monk here, he's going to charge at Rakurai taking an attack of opportunity as he comes into your threatened range with your reach weapon. Sure, here it is. That's a 25 to hit. That'll do. 35 damage. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my that's god. Max damage. Oh no, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, I mean... Hold on. That's, that's not... Hold on, hold on. That's not correct because my challenge Just... buff is on. So that is actually only... 24 damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's a little bit better. (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome. She dead? Not dead. Nobody's dead yet. She's gonna be. And Blue Scale is up next. Finishes out. Do something cool. So, spin a Swifty to give myself arcane accuracy and an extra point to make that last one minute per level. Uh, So, that is a plus four to hit for the next, like, seven minutes. And then we're going to spell combat. Uh, first attack is coming at the mook standing next to me. You casting a spell? Uh, no, I'm spending a swift action to expend a point from my arcane pool to enchant my weapon. And then the uh, when I do that, I can expend an additional point to make it last for one minute per level. It doesn't provoke? Uh, He's it invisible. Say that it does. Uh, yeah, I'm also invisible. Are you, are you invisible when you cast a spell? Yeah, and still be invisible. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you're great or invisible. Yeah. So, anyway, that is a uh, 37 to hit. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll do. Oh, uh, that is 10 points of damage for this guy next to me. All right. 
If he's, does he seem like he's going to yield at any time? He is barely holding himself up horizontally on this cliffside. He looks like he's Mortal Kombat, finish him, dazed, almost. Okay, I'll hit him again. That is a uh, 32 to hit. Jesus, yeah, that'll do. Uh, so that is another 11 points of damage. He falls limp, and his feet separate from the cliffside as he falls 120 feet down. Splash. Falling past Rakurai. I'll, I'll let him fall. I won't AOO him as he goes. <laughs> yeah, he falls down limp, like, whoosh, and you see, maybe, and you see him fall down, and you know that you were told there are sorcerers ready to cast Featherfall at the moment's notice whenever anyone falls off, but he just keeps falling. Oh. And whoosh, there's a huge splash, and uh, there's a lot of rocks down there. Uh, it's really hard to tell if he's okay or not. Well, that is unfortunate. Um, okay, well, I'm still in bloodlust mode, so uh, as I said, I was using spell combat to do that, so now that I've done two attacks, I'm going to cast a spell, mm -hmm. which is Dimension Door. Wait, you can attack twice and cast a spell? Uh, spell combat as a full round action. I can take my full, a full suite of attacks plus cast a spell. Uh, that's like the Magus's like thing. Um, that's awesome. It doesn't specify when in that iteration you can do which. So I did two attacks, casted a spell. I've still got a couple attacks left. All right. Uh, the spell I'm casting is Dimension Door. That lets me classic pop up flanking uh, Orvoros Yatsi. Oh, yeah. And you can't be seen. I can't be seen. I'm also flanking, so that's another plus two. Yeah, oh my god. This is this is why high level combat and us is a bad idea. We're pretty good at this. Yeah. Next scimitar swing. Uh, this is why I need to beef up these encounters way more. <laughs> that is a twenty three to hit. Um, and again, she's denied her uh, dex and dodge bonuses. Uh, denied dex, dodge, and flanking. Uh, so. And it's, oh, so what? it's, it's a uh, with a plus two to flanking is twenty five to hit. Mm, that'll do. Okay. That is, oh, only 10 points of damage. Oh, isn't that cute? Okay, and then a bite and a claw coming her way as well. Bite is going to be a 26 to hit. Hit. For 11 points of damage. Huh, damn. And a claw, which is a uh, 19 to hit. That'll do. All right, and that's another 9 points of damage. All right. Holy Christ, bro. My God. Why am I even I get here? I one of attacks. I don't have to. Don't have <laughs> well, you're the one that made me invisible, so all the, all the, most of these attacks right. wouldn't have landed if you hadn't made me invisible. It's fair. All right, now to round out the end of the round, <laughs> this is Nutmeg Wanderfoot. Sure, we'll give him a little <laughs> action here. He moves uh, 15 or 20 feet down the cliff. Oh, I didn't even see him. He's so small. <laughs> yep. Sorry. I didn't mean that. That, that's bad. He will um, do a, his first in-combat channel, I'm revealing himself as a cleric. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's perfect right there. So, he's going, I don't know if that'll hit Ichabod if he needs it or not, but here's the channel. It's, uh... I mean, I'm glad that you even think about him, to be completely honest. He's just floating around doing his fucking jerk-off thing. <laughs> well, yeah, he might be within range. I'm not really sure. But anyway, here's the channel. 4D6. Um, He's just jerking it's off. It's going to be uh, three fives and a three for 18 healing. Uh, that, that'll that'll right. hit Nutmeg and Raku Rai for sure. Mm, I don't know. It looks like it's way over there. I think you're moving it around, yeah. and All right. uh, I'll take that 18. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Y'all get some healing. And? Right, uh, before we do, Blue Scale's gonna, after he just tore into this lady, I'm like, oh, looks like you might want to yield. I don't think they're on their game down there right now. Yes. Yeah. Give her a chance to yield. She looks around at the voice coming from the middle of nowhere because she cannot see Blue Scale as he's invisible behind her. Even spookier. She looks at Rakurai, the bloody... Well, almost bloody. He's bleeding. Tiger Man. But he heals up real quick. Massive sword. Yeah, and some of his wounds heal right in front of her eyes. She looks up and sees his two companions further up the cliffside. She looks at her two companions who are fairly damaged. She smirks, wipes some blood from her mouth, and readies her nodachi. And I think that is where we're going to end it for the week. No, no. I mean, uh, that's a bad choice, baby. That is not a good idea. It's not a good idea.